Welcome to Mondays with Melissa. Join us every Monday to talk about health, wellness, mom life, faith, hope, and anything in between. I'm your host, Melissa Rolfs. I'm a holistic health and life coach, and I help women break free from sugar and stress eating so they can be calm, confident, and in control. After my own tumultuous journey with food, sugar, and stress eating, I found freedom, and my heart and my desire is for you to find freedom too. So let's start on the journey. Hello, friends. Happy Monday. I hope you are all doing well. I cannot believe it's already the end of September. I feel like this year is flying by and I really, um, with kids being back in school, have really been kind of enjoying the time to myself. I've been, um, I think I just have a different perspective on things than I did maybe when they started school previously. And I don't know if it's because we've moved over the summer and that really took a lot of time and energy and attention and I'm just tired. (laughs) Um, Or if maybe I'm just learning and growing as I mature and really kind of discovering um, some things about myself that I maybe haven't been aware of. And I think that's great. I love the process of self-discovery and really learning how you work and how you're different and you're, you're unique. And I really just think that's a really beautiful process to go through and be a part of in people's lives. Um, so I wanted to share today because I noticed something with myself, with my kids going back to school. I kind of didn't schedule a lot of work during the summer and that was intentional on my part. So what I found myself doing was cramming everything into that first week that they went to school, which is kind of silly, but it's almost like I had the mindset of, I need to make up for lost time. I'm going to cram, you know, three months worth of work into one week. And then what happens is I'm scattered, I'm frazzled, and I've really not done anything that I talked about last week in giving, you know, myself energy through activities. And it, it wasn't working, quite frankly. Um, and so I decided, I learned that lesson about two or three days in. So it didn't take me super long, which is great. Um, so I think it was like that third day of school. I'm like, you know, I really need to be intentional with my time. And I really need to do things that I enjoy and things that really fill me up. Because what was happening is I would pick them up from school and I was like, ah, and I wasn't giving them what I wanted to give them because I wasn't taking care of myself. And I think it goes to that mindset that our society has, especially in the Christian women's circle, let's be real honest, that self-care is selfish. And I am going to negate that message with every bone in my body because it's not selfish and self-care really saved my life. And that might sound dramatic, but it wasn't until I got my PTSD diagnosis and the medicine didn't work for me that I really had to learn how to take care of myself. And I had to learn which foods were affecting my mood. And I had to learn how to navigate my emotions. And I had to learn how to really take care of myself. And I wish that I had learned that before I had kids, because it's incredibly hard to not only learn to care for yourself, but to do that while you're raising young children was incredibly hard. So I would love for women to get this message sooner than I did, right? Um, because I think it would just be really have, have helped me 
had I had this mindset and this foundation going into motherhood rather than learning it like two years in. <laughs> um, but it worked out and here I am helping other women do the same. So I just want to encourage you that self-care is not selfish. You cannot pour from an empty cup. I have tried that and it left me giving my family the leftover drips that I had left because I had done all the things for all the people around me. And it's no way to serve. It's no way to show up. I don't think it's biblical. The Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself. If you are not loving yourself, well, you cannot love your neighbor well. And when you love something, you take care of it. You steward it. You give it everything you can to give it a fighting chance, right? Like that's what we do for our kids. We want the best for our kids. We want them in, you know, the school that's going to be the best fit for them. We want them with the people that are going to have the best influence. We want them in activities that are going to bring out the best in them and really kind of hone out their talent. So it's fascinating to me that we'll do that for our kids, but we won't do that for ourselves. And I think that's because of the messaging that we have received that if we do that, we're selfish. And let's be honest, motherhood is hard enough. There's enough judgment. There's enough shame. There's enough guilt. There's enough condemnation. The last thing we want to do is care for ourselves and have somebody think more worse of us than they maybe already did. So let's break that stigma that caring for yourself is selfish because it's not. It's not biblical. I believe that our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. That's what the word says, that we are called to steward what he's given us. That's our body. That's our health. That's our life. And that's on us. Yes, it's partnership, right? Like it's partnership with God, but I think we can get into the mindset of, oh, I just need to pray and not do anything and expect God to take it away. And I don't think that's partnership. Like if you think about your marriage, if you're married or a relationship that you're in, right? Like you are not going to go to that person you're in relationship with them and you're not going to give them your request and just expect them to do it all, right? Like that, I don't feel like that's partnership. I feel like partnership is working together. And so as a believer, I feel like it's praying and doing the work. It's praying and coming alongside, partnering with God to do that. Right. And it's not just praying and sitting there passively. I believe it, it requires action and the gospels are full of action. Go and make disciples. If you look at the miracles that happened in the Bible, there was always action required. Pick up your mat and walk. The woman who'd been bleeding for years had to touch his robe, the robe of Jesus to get that healing. Like faith requires action. And so I believe that we need to care for ourselves. And I don't think it's selfish. And I think that that is a mindset that is crippling Christian moms. Dare I say it? Dare I say it? But you can't pour from an empty cup. I tried. I was frazzled. I was crabby. And yeah, I was a Christian. I was reading my Bible. I was going to church. I was doing all of the things, but I was not caring for myself. And once I grasped that concept that I was worth taking care of, that I mattered, that I did have value and that it was okay to take care of myself. That's when things changed. And I want the same for every mom out there. I want moms to know that it's okay to care for themselves, that it's okay while your kid's at school to not feel like you need to clean the house or you have to cook all of the things or you have to go to the grocery store or you have to work on your business all of the time like I did. So what I've done the past, you know, I guess it was the first two or three days of school. I was meeting friends. I was doing things I enjoyed, things that would fill my cup. I did take an Epsom salt bath. I did do a mud mask. I did get my hair done. I did go to the dentist. That wasn't fun, but it, it's a necessary evil, right? Um, so I was doing things that filled my cup 
and cared for myself and allowed me to show up and give my family the best, the best version of myself, because that's what they need. And that's what they deserve. And if you're not caring for yourself, I don't know that you can give your best to your family. And just know that I say this in love. It's a hard message. Not everybody wants to hear it. I'm sure they'll be kicked back because there has been when I shared this before years ago. Um, but I think it's, it's worth noting. So just know that you matter, that you're worth taking care of and self-care isn't, isn't selfish. And if you need somebody to talk about this, my door is always open. I offer complimentary coffee chats and we can talk about maybe some small things you could do to integrate a little bit more self-care into your life because you matter, you're worth taking care of. So have a beautiful day and I'll see you next week. Bye. I don't know if you know my story or not, but I am a recovering sugar addict. Sugar was how I celebrated the happy times in my life. Sugar was how I made myself feel better during the unhappy times. And I just really use sugar as a crutch. And I finally broke free from the need for sugar all of the time. And let's be really honest, it is legal. We live in a society where it is thrown out at children, at parades, and it is everywhere. It's even in our ketchup. And so if you resonate at all with my story, if you feel like maybe your sweet tooth is a little out of control and you wanna rein it in, if you're looking for more energy, less brain fog, maybe to lose some weight, maybe to have better moods, join us in the Breaking Free From Sugar program. I will put a link in the show notes, but know that this is my signal your program. It's coming up and I would love nothing more than for you to join us and break free from sugar with us. I'll see you there.